Ladies and gentlemen, people of all gender expressions, thank you for checking out the North Bank Media Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Strevens. Joining me on the show this evening was Himalaya Junio. Uh, Himalaya is a Philippine-born woman who immigrated to Canada about five or six years ago. Uh, she's a songwriter, musician, composer. Her first single, Relapse, is streaming now everywhere music is streaming, so please go give it a listen. I suppose you're hearing it a little bit right now, but please uh, go, go give it a listen. It's a great piece of music. Uh, you know, as much as I say that she is a musician, songwriter, composer, da 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 da, uh, you know, over the course of our conversation, she sort of uh, resisted the label of being anything other than herself. You know, music is something that she's pursuing right now. Uh, I think it's something she's inherently gifted at, but um, it's not that it doesn't doesn't define who she is. It's just a way to express and and to uh, further uh, understand herself. I think we had a great conversation uh, about the importance of journaling. Uh, mental health and addiction awareness, a little bit of her um, experience of coming to Canada. This was a great one, you know, we, we sat out for about an hour um, at the site of the old museum uh, next to the Korean pavilion overlooking the river. As the sun set and dusk fell, I think we had a, a very powerful conversation. Uh, yes, a power hour with a young lady who's wise beyond her years. Please enjoy this conversation with Himalaya Junio. You're a performer. I'm a nice guy. I'll be nice. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was on Instagram just looking for people to, to talk to on the podcast. and mm -hmm. I was surpri surprised, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, like, most of the people that I talk to are only, like, Filipinos oh, okay. and stuff. I got used to that. And, like, the only white people are, like, <laughs> people who are, like, in a different nationality are... Oh, okay. Just from school and okay. work. But I guess like social media right now, like you can... Connects everybody. Connect, yeah. But you're not used to like regular old white dudes talking to you? <laughs> no, not really like that. <laughs> English isn't my first language. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm trying to like, get better well, at it too. That, well, this might help, <laughs> you know. Um, are you from the Philippines? Were you born there? I was born and raised in the Philippines. Okay. I got here in Canada 2015. Okay. And I lived in Lloydminster for three months. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, three months. Okay. And then um, I moved here after three months. Okay. Because my, my mom and dad separated when we got here. Oh, really? So I live with my dad right now. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's tough. That's it tough is. to have to go through that. Yeah. It was a tough, like, three years for the adjustment mm -hmm. and, like, yeah. emotional emotional um, problems. and for stuff. sure. Yeah. For sure. But we're good now. That's like good. everything's getting better. Settle down. Yeah, settle down. Okay. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. Good, good, good. Wow. So why did you leave the Philippines, or why did your family leave? Um. So my mom worked here first. So my okay. mom looked for a job here in Canada, and okay. she found a job at Tim Hortons, and okay. then she eventually uh, took all of us from the Philippines. Brought you back yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. And that was because living in the Philippines was no good anymore. It was um, it's, life's not great over there or life is hard in the Philippines, to be honest with you. Like even if you um, go to college and universities, mm -hmm. it's hard to find a good paying job. Okay. And um, the lifestyle and like how they live their their life there, um, it's it's difficult. It's mm. hard, yeah. How hard like Right, not a lot of income, not a lot of... There's no industries over there, or there's less industry? Um, or? There are, but um, only the rich people get rich. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah. how that works for sure. Yeah, like the minimum, <laughs> I think the minimum wage in the Philippines per day, um, like as of now, mm -hmm. is like, the, how much is that? 150? No. Before, before I left Philippines, mm -hmm. it was like 150 pesos. So it's like $3 a day. But uh, the goods there mm -hmm. are pretty cheap okay. as well. Yeah. Hmm. But it just wasn't working anymore? Or you guys knew maybe there was a better life to um, be had? We have relatives that are from here okay. that first came here. And then they helped us out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like most of my uncles, my aunts are here. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's a great story. I'm happy that it's working out for you. It is working out, but still like um, culture-wise, okay. I love it more in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you don't quite feel at home yet here in Canada? or? Um, I get that, but um, I don't know. It just feels... Um, how do you say this? Um, it it just feels different, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I grew up like um, I grew up with a lot of um, seas surrounding me, and okay, um, sure. we always go hiking and camping. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing that I live here in Alberta yeah. now. You can do that here for yeah. sure. Yeah, and that's the reason also why my dad named me Himalaya. Oh, because he used to do a lot of um, mountaineering stuff in the Philippines. Oh, wow. So my sister's name is actually Monakea from okay. Hawaii. Oh, nice! And then my brother's name's K two. K two. Yeah, that's yeah, an, yeah, That's in Africa, right? K2. Um, it's I think it's or also India? like in India, like okay. China. Um, okay. it's within the Himalayas. Sure. It's the second highest mountain. Oh, in okay. The world. Yeah, he, next to Everest. Right. How come he didn't name one of you Everest? So. Or was he waiting for like another? No, my my <laughs> dad's friend named his um. <laughs> named his son Everest beat him first. to it okay yeah so um, Everest and then um, so my dad was thinking of naming my sister Everest mm-hmm. but the the friend named his son first <laughs> and so my dad named my sister George because um, from George Everest oh George is I think George Everest like first name okay that's why like my sister's name's George Monakea oh interesting <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> how yeah. does she feel about that she feels cool about okay. it. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. cool name. Yeah. Powerful it's name. It's a unique name, too. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because I noticed, like, your performer name is just Himalaya. Like, it couldn't be better. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's a cool yeah. name. I mean, a lot of people, like, a lot of locals that I meet, they choose, like, a name for themselves. Right. And, like... Um, create a name for themselves but for sure. it just so happens that I was named after the Himalayas right. <laughs> and it's so cool yeah I <laughs> yeah. get that um, I get complimented a lot about my really yeah oh, I believe it I believe it it's yeah. it's it's eye-catching you know it's it's cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so coming to Canada you feel like some culture shock with the way people treat each other or the way people treat you maybe or um, there are times yeah that are um, that like racism happens and mm-hmm. um there are times where you like they'd make make you feel um like different sure i've i've, I've experienced those kinds already mm-hmm. um especially at um school okay so um i went to saint joseph for high school okay downtown went, yeah downtown by 109 and um when we first came here in edmonton that's the school that my aunt um sent us to okay. and helped us out um enrolling mm-hmm. in that school and um you know where uh, you know like the esl like english second yep. language um uh like there's a floor in saint joseph okay. that um most uh, most immigrants immigrant uh, students are in like okay they enroll you in that that uh subject because they think that english is which is se- really yeah english isn't your first mm-hmm. language so i went there and there is um five levels of english okay. before you go to the next um the next level or like what they call the norm like what normal white sure. white kids would take right 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 and it's like um first so so like in total you you'd have to get like to to the eighth level okay i'm not sure if it's like no, that's a long way. Like, sounds like a long way to go i was in level three okay and i when i first got here like mm-hmm. um i was in level three and then i wanted to jump to the to the um grade 10 like the main grade sure. 10 um english right right and then the teachers wouldn't let me to do so hmm. even and though you felt like you could yeah because like english in in the philippines it's it was taught to us too and um, okay. even back when we were like elementary like mm-hmm. we start they started to teach us english okay and um i don't know i just felt like and english was my um favorite sub- subject too so it's just so you hard knew, to, yeah, it's hard to speak ready. with the braces. Oh, that's okay. You're doing good. You're doing good. I'm, <laughs> yeah. If I look like I'm spacing out, I'm just trying to like put myself in your shoes, you know? Like, yeah. 
So you and you felt that it was because of your race, because of your skin color, maybe that they looked at her like she can't, she's not ready. Um, uh, the people like the my teacher on that level three English mm-hmm. told me to ask the office if I can take that English ten dash two okay. course during the summer ah. because she thinks that I can. Okay. And then I went to the office and asked them if I can take it, and I was told that. Maybe I'm just gonna waste my money because a lot of students like they were stereotyping people for, like for me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I felt bad about it because um, I didn't want I didn't want me them to think to think like that like of me. I'm not sure. If yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you felt like it was unfair. They didn't fully see you for who you were. Yeah. What you could yeah, do. Like that. And um, so this teacher asked me to take it to a different school oh. from a different school okay so i took it at fresh start by westmount oh yeah yeah and uh i passed the course of course i got like 80 ish like 80 up and then um i went back to st joe's <laughs> and i'm like hey <laughs> so i'm here now but that that made me feel bad because a lot of students don't really I noticed that a lot of students don't really um, speak for themselves, and I know mm. that a lot of them can do it, okay. but uh, they just listen listen to what other people tell them that, mm-hmm. like whether they can do it or cannot do it. Right. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Um, one of my teachers made me made me um, she made me do a she wanted me to do a uh, letter. To the office about how, okay. uh, like a persuasive. Oh sure, yeah. About how immigrant immigrant students should have, um, like, teachers who are supportive mm-hmm. and um, teachers who doesn't um, who doesn't bring you down mm. or like make you makes you feel down because as an immigrant, there's already a lot of challenges that you are facing, and I think a lot of um, a lot of immigrant people or immigrant students have like broken families like me and um school is the only place that they are they feel safe Hmm. other than like compared to being home like at home and it's it's somewhere they can be like happy and light you know what i mean for sure yeah they um, they should be able to feel that way yeah right like what if going to school makes you not want to go to school because of the teachers that you have, right? You're not going to learn anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because it will affect you emotionally and like mentally too. For sure. So did you write that letter? I haven't. I oh. haven't actually because I was too scared to write that letter oh, really? at that oh. time. Yeah. But I think this speaks all of it. Yeah, totally. You just That's a great story. and I think you should write that letter or else we'll, we'll send them the podcast. Yeah, yeah we should. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... How old were you when you came over from the Philippines? Uh, when I came here? Yeah. Uh, 15. You were 15. So you're, you're about 20 now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm turning 21. 21. In October. Okay. Well, you got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. I start, they started me young. <laughs> That's yeah. good. That's good. Well, let's talk about relapse. Because... Have you heard of it? I love that song. Oh, I'm not you. even... I was like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, I obviously have no idea what you're saying in the mm-hmm. lyrics. But like, the arrangement is great. Thank you. Like the, so did you have a group of musicians that played you, um, played that with you, or? I have a group of friends that I played. Um, I play like we all we used to go to um, we used to attend bar gigs sure. here in Edmonton when COVID wasn't a thing before. Mm-hmm. So um, we played at a, at local restaurants. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Castle Laurel, Maxis. I'm not sure if you've heard of Maxis. No, it's, sure. Um, Where is that? Um, it's by. 118 okay Avenue. yeah yeah it's okay. a filipino like most of them are filipino oh, okay and then pansiteria de manila by 137 oh way up like north north yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah um yeah i used to play with them there and like they were the first few people that i played with mm-hmm. and um i started writing songs when i was like when i was 18 mm-hmm. 2018 but i just released when i turned like just recently wow yeah i know it, it's all like independent so I for used, sure yeah <laughs> i got that but it sounds great like Thank it sounds you. professional yeah so my friends um helped me out with the guitars okay. and like drum programming mixing production okay and, like, uh, mastering and stuff so you did so there's no studio 
No. Wow. It was just home recording. Wow, Everything because this, the sound is so rich. Like, it sounds like a studio. Mm-hmm. You know? It's um, a friend of mine named John Mathias. Okay. He plays a lot of guitar. And mm-hmm. um, his influences, I think, are like Beatles and mm-hmm. a lot of Bee Gees and for like sure. rock and roll stuff. And yeah. He, he didn't really go to school like for music okay but he he's a really technical person when it comes to recording okay and stuff. yeah right so you, let me let me take me to when you first heard like the first maybe the first mix of of that song how did you feel i like, was crying <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah, I, was, I was crying oh you didn't cry. well no, i didn't cry but i was like i was like blown away i really was mm, oh thank you um a lot of my friends who are who aren't filipino mm-hmm. have heard the song and they they always tell me that even though they don't understand the lyrics they can feel hmm. my like through my voice like what what is it about sure, kind sure. of thing yeah 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 do um, you want to give me a line about maybe what it is about like i don't want to make you explain the whole thing cuz it's mm-hmm. it's pointless but maybe tell me kind of what's the spirit of the song um the song um wait let me think it's hard to translate it okay but um it's a song about um a lot of my experiences and experiences i see from a lot of people okay um so that's where i got the inspiration from mm-hmm. and the first line says um isusulat ko na lang which okay. means i will write it down ah yeah cool and then the first line of the chorus says um sa panaginip na lang so like only in my dreams it's like okay. about something that is um that is um, not likely to happen. So, okay. um, I don't know how to explain. No, no, that's <laughs> yeah, that. no. yeah. But it's um, it's a really personal song for me too. Okay. And uh, I journal a lot. Nice. Yeah, and me it's too. just so you. T- oh, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> right, or you go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just so happens that um, I'm a musician too. Mm-hmm. So all those um, things that I write about. Ah, becomes fuel for your next song. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends actually told me about how my vulnerability is my power mm. because I turn pain to power, like from singing my heart out. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Pain to, yeah. Cool. Pain to power. Well, yeah. I mean, you have a great voice too. Like, it's there's a real. I mean, you can get pretty high for one thing, but there's a real like a piercing quality to it. Mm. I find which. Thank you. It's, it's got to come now. Na- it comes naturally, or how, have you worked on that hard, or is it? Does it just? Um, I don't know. I started singing when I was like four. Okay. So my earliest exposure was at like school events and programs when okay. I was in elementary. Um, I was always requested to sing <laughs> during events. Sure. Yeah, even though I was I wasn't ready, the <laughs> principal would just always like, "Hey, can I steal him lay for me?" <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool to be known as the girl that could sing from a from an early age it sounds like yeah i guess um my family support with me too helped a lot in my um um journey as a musician okay are they musical too your parents or yeah okay that goes (laughs) a long way right so my dad um my dad plays guitar and piano Mm mm-hmm and he write he wrote songs too, but he never released any. Okay. And um, when I was younger, they would always take me to bars, even though oh, I was like nice. underage. <laughs> they would just let me like sing, cause uh-huh. in the Philippines, the only places that has like um, music stuffs and um, instruments are like uh, restaurants and bars. Okay. Right? Okay. And they would always take me there, and I would sing on tabletops. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just started um playing the guitar. I picked up the guitar when I was 14 mm-hmm. when my okay. dad bought me a guitar. Nice. Yeah. I want to go back to what you were saying before about um what you said turning pain into power or, mm-hmm. or turning I did a podcast earlier today with a guy who's a uh, he's an actor, filmmaker, mm-hmm. and he's born in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. He's older than me. He's older than you. But he he got out after the fall of the Soviet Union and and after Chernobyl. So he's had these uh, this crazy life, a nomad life, sort of bouncing from place to place. But he, as an actor, he does the same thing as what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those internal experiences come mm-hmm. out through mm-hmm. the art. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? I mean, do you, there's no other way, right? Yeah. Like it has to come out. What what would happen if it didn't come out? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, for me, I practice it. Journaling for me. For sure. Um, it helped me practice truth telling. Truth telling. Yeah. Okay. So 
Um, I'm not used to lying. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, good. I'm not used to um, really not talking about um, not like the real stuff. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the thing about journaling is you can't lie. Well, I mean, yeah. you can, but if it's it it's not as powerful or it's not as good for you if you're lying. Yeah. Because yeah. then when you go to read it back, you're not I've really getting what you need. Mm-hmm. You know. I learned a lot about myself through journaling too, and. Um, I guess the the separation of my parents really in, influenced or like affected me a lot when I was younger. Okay. And um, I was looking for someone who will understand me in those like at, at that time. Mm-hmm. And journaling was the only thing that helped me out. Wow. Yeah. That, you're looking for someone to understand you and it turns out it was you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that might be the only person that we that, that can understand us, I think, is us. Yeah, because sometimes you expect other people to um, understand for you sure. the way you want to be understood. Mm-hmm. But I, I learned that you can't really put that um, um, responsibility to other That's people. Right. Because the only person who is accountable in everything hmm. that is like happening to is you right like whether you yes. want to um like the the things that you do mm-hmm. i don't know nope. <laughs> i, don't know, I, I like, what, no, I like what you're saying though good for you for realizing that at a young age like, i know <laughs> I, when i was your age i probably didn't realize that i realized it later but um because of what i think is like the whole world exists wh- whatever outside of us but we <clears throat> we have to filter it through our own mm. person Perspectives, yeah. right so then to expect someone to understand you the way you understand yourself, it's completely impossible, mm, right? Because How could they? Because at the same time, they are also like trying to understand themselves. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. What a what a mess that is, and, yeah. now, and now you want me to understand you and me? It's like I don't think so. Yeah, and like at this point um, in my life, I figured that like the people that are growing up with me too are in that stage of trying to know themselves better. So sure. why am I gonna like <laughs> <laughs> try to mix up? myself to what other people are going through so like right now i'm trying to enjoy good yeah are you enjoying the process of being young yes (laughs) yeah that's good awesome Mm -hmm. that's cool so um do you have plans for a full-length ep or more more songs to come right now or i do but um i'm still learning about um eps and stuff i don't i'm not really sure about like how it goes because like I do a lot of performances okay. with the Filipino community and okay. I do busking too. Nice. Sometimes I go to White Avenue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, with recording and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm still like starting. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. But I mean, what doesn't? I mean, it sounds like you have the people around you that when mm-hmm. you're when you're ready, you you'll you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You'll you know what? I'd love to. Yeah. 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 Well, I gotta tell you, like, without I don't want to skip too far ahead. Like, relapse was a strong. A strong piece of work like I was really impressed so for whatever it's worth you know I, I you. you should be proud to put that out at the age of 20 that's uh, that's that's big that's big for sure um, the other song that you sent me that you wrote a few years ago about the residential schools mm-hmm. um, it's entitled Bitawan Moako which mm-hmm. means let me go okay in English um, and it's about residential schools it's about um, uh, young young kids right young child's um, experience being in a residential school i took that class in the summer of 2019 okay and um i'm really interested about the first nations people here in canada because um, i grew up with a lot of first nations in the philippines Mm. which are called itas okay like ita itas and um my dad used to go to the mountains a lot Mm -hmm. in the philippines and he he helped out some of the locals from there okay to go to school get a job like in the plains yeah so now is it the same thing in the philippines where they were a colony of what china or something uh spain spain yes okay i think i didn't know that i mean it's up you tell me because i don't know (laughs) i think um i'm not sure with the number but for 400 years we were um okay we were, uh, I don't know what's the right word for that, but... Uh, colonized, yeah, probably. We yeah, we were colonized, yeah. Okay, so I didn't have no idea. Um, so that's interesting. So your dad kindled or inspired you to, to help the people of, uh, you know, help others, essentially? Um, I guess I have a, I don't know, my heart, my heart to people who are um, struggling in that 
mm-hmm. field or like in that aspect. Okay. It's it's um I don't know how to express it. No, no, but, it's, yeah. well, it's on me to ask some questions that might <laughs> that might help you. Um, I guess so. You came over and, and you started to learn about the First Nations people of Canada. That was that kind of shocking to hear that had gone on, or was it known? Um, it wasn't known for me. Um, my dad would always um, read books about it mm-hmm. and um, uh, watch news about it, and he would tell me, mm-hmm. and then um, I I'd become I became like interested in that topic. Okay. And um, I took it. I took the class in uh, Cardinal Collins by uh, Clairview. Okay. And then, um, surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, yeah, yeah, I learned a lot, and yeah. um, it inspired me. I don't know. It hurts me to to hear those things that they are happening, and they are still happening with like um, with the world right now. For sure. Yeah. It and never like, ends. But the the thing is, here in Canada, um, mm. the government, I guess, is doing something about it. But in the Philippines, oh really? Yeah, the light up, like the light on that um, topic isn't. Um, it's not clear. Like they're not supporting people who are like mm. originally from the Philippines. Like the people who really own that. Sure. Yeah. First Nations people. Yeah, the First Nations. Interesting. People. Yeah, and I think that's worth talking about. Is like obviously, can obviously what happened here in Canada is terrible. It's, our country is built on a genocide. It's built on we're a colonial country. But uh, this is a country where you can we can have a conversation and say those things. You know, and we can start writing songs about it or, or, or talking about it at least. You know, whereas now you tell me in the Philippines, is it maybe you're saying the government does nothing? Is it is it maybe frowned upon to even talk about it? Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how to put it. Like, sure. I don't want to say something that is not. Like, That's probably fair. Yeah, yeah. I do it. All, I do that all the time. Say things I probably shouldn't, but you don't have to. Um, so maybe tell me about it. You, you, you start. So you took a course on uh, uh, First Nations uh, experience in this country or whatever, and you did it immediately hit you that you wanted to write a song about it or or over time you're like i think i should write something about this Mm -hmm. or um so my teacher was asking us students uh, about a project that like what what kind of project we want to do and stuff and i felt like i wanted to write a song about it Mm -hmm. and for me writing songs um I can write songs when I'm feeling extreme or like intense emotions and I really felt that I needed to write the song. Okay. Yeah. But it was written in Filipino, like half of it was written in Filipino, mm-hmm. but half of it was written in English. Um, but I asked my teacher if I can like write it in my language and maybe just provide subtitles on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was okay with that, obviously. She was okay with yeah. that. And everyone at school <laughs> was like, you wrote that song? You compose that song. Right. Was that your voice? And I'm like, oh yes, it is. Oh yes. Song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, what was kind of the reaction from the teacher and from the class? Obviously, the class was blown away. But did you get a good mark on it? You I got did. A good grade? I think I got a hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do, do you are you friends with are you friends with mostly Filipino people, or do you have friends who are from other parts of the world? Or um, I do have friends that are like different from different um, mm-hmm. nationalities in okay. like different countries too. I was wondering if you, do you know anybody personally who's who's indigenous Canadian or um, anybody like that? Uh, not at the moment, but I had teachers okay. that I could talk to before. Yeah, right I could ask questions about. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's interesting to me. Like I was saying, I talked to a guy who was from the Ukraine. I have a few friends from South America and... Um, I guess the big thing is that they can come here and learn about the country's history and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they feel accepted here in this country. Mm-hmm. Is, is, yes, things have been bad in the past. Yes, things are tough still. But uh, it is a place where someone can come and make a life for themselves, I mm-hmm. think. Because sometimes when you're back in your country and you talk about it, you either you get killed or you get... <laughs> <laughs> right. You get thrown off. Well, yeah, you get thrown off the roof. I mean, look what's going on in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. There's some people there who are in trouble it saddens me to hear all of these things happening but it is happening absolutely and 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 so and i get the sense that you're not it saddens you but you're not ashamed or afraid to talk about big emotional things like that um 
I guess it's needed. It's needed to be talked about, mm-hmm. like at these moments. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I find that interesting. Like, do you have do you have plans to maybe do more of your of your lyrics in English as you go forward, or how are you gonna? Do you have an idea where you yeah, might go? Yeah, yeah. I think um, so. Right now, actually, even like with my music, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be versatile and okay. trying different gen- genres right now. Okay. So I have uh, an upcoming collab collaboration with a local artist here in Edmonton. He's also Filipino, but he sings like a lot of English songs. Okay. And it's a rap song. Oh, so nice. It was way out of my league. Are you going <laughs> to... I wanted to try it. Are you going to throw down and yeah, spit? Yeah. Um, oh. Spit some bars? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just sang the chorus. Oh, nice. That's probably, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> that's um, cool. So like, yeah, you're, you're kind of the chorus in between his verses sort of, sort mm-hmm. of thing? Okay, yeah. cool. And it, I think he's going to um, release it before september okay well let me know i can include that yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. um okay so you want to you're wanting to be versatile try new genres Mm -hmm. um yeah and also with like i i've written a lot of songs already mm, even like english songs it's it just so happens that i haven't got like the time and i guess the right people Mm. are not like not the right people but like um a lot of like support system Mm-hmm. Or like musicians who are also like as passionate or more passionate than okay. me. Okay. Like for me to become um, like more focused into the craft that I'm making. Because at the same time, like I'm doing music, but I'm also in university right now. Oh, you are. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm at McEwen right oh, now. Oh, you're I'm busy. In my second year. What are you and studying? Then, um, I'm in Bachelor of Arts. Okay. And I'm thinking of maybe going into psychology or maybe anthropology. Cool. Yeah. Right on. I got a Bachelor of Arts. Oh, really? And look how I turned out. I turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. You what, have to... You what have did to, you major on? Uh, film studies. Film studies. Yeah. So I, I'm... That's what I do. Video production, filmmaking. Mm. This is just a, a hobby. But mm. yeah, you, you should get an arts degree. And mm. it sounds ridiculous. I mean, you can get that education just on YouTube and going to the library. But to study it in a dedicated way is important, I think. So good for you. Again, yeah. what it doesn't matter what I think, but mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like you. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This is my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interviewing. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm just blabbing. Well, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, sorry to cut you off. You said you were going to McEwen, but you're the music right now. You you feel like maybe you're not going 100 percent into it yet, or you haven't found the right the right maybe the right people to to lift up together. Yeah, I guess um, because I'm at school and um doing um music on the side sure. and i'm also there working at the same time my family loves camping and hiking and right. they wanted to try snowboarding this winter oh nice <laughs> that'll be fun have you ever done that before i haven't oh i'm excited it's fun yeah but it's expensive like hiking expensive <laughs> yeah. for sure to get all the equipment get the lift tickets yeah. you gotta travel i mean mm-hmm. you can do it in the town in the city but it's still different when you're in the mountains you want to go to the mountains have you tried it yeah, I did it for a long time, <laughs> oh, but uh, nice. I was a big fat kid, so it was hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you tried it. Tried it for sure. Had some yeah. good wipeouts. Had some, I mean, it's really more about you know getting together with people and doing the road trip, having the experience of, of doing it and being mm-hmm. out in nature together. But um, mm-hmm. I encourage you to do it. You'll have I fun. You just it. just be ready to fall. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sister tried it uh, last year, okay. and she said that it was fun. That I should try it, so I'm gonna try it this year. Beautiful. Did she go out to the mountains and do it? I think they went to Marmot Basin by Jasper. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're busy. You've got a lot of. I mean, you're young. It's not like you should necessarily dedicate yourself to one thing. Mm. Although I say that, and maybe it is. Mm. You know? Do you think about pursuing music full time? When the um, time comes, or I'm trying to test the water. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Um, that's why I tried to go to university too. I gave my mm-hmm. ch- myself a chance to go to university because um, a lot of people wanted me to pursue my music. Yeah. But um, my parents would always say um, to go to university right. and like get that degree mm-hmm. because i think um at the end of the day you'd always have to have a plan b right like something mm-hmm. because like in the music industry it's not always like um you're gonna get the chance no. or like opportunity like the opportunity is not given to everyone you have to be different you have to be something yes and yeah you yeah have to have that connection too right yeah although i think nowadays yeah. i mean you just proved it with relapse it's like you don't 
I mean, you can do the recording and the and the marketing mm-hmm. yourself, right? Like, what do you do? You need the music industry really? Do we do we need the record industry anymore? I, I mean, know. Um, I mean, I guess we do, but yeah, or do we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How do I say this? Um, I'm lost. <laughs> You're lost. Yeah. Oh, welcome to my world. Um, are you gonna record everything? Then? Oh yeah, no, I don't do any editing, but it's okay. You sound good. You, you sound better than me. I'm bad. I'm, I've already done one of these today, so I'm fried. But <laughs> um, I guess, yeah. I mean, so but you. I mean, you have an, an inherent talent. Like mm-hmm. you are musically gifted. I would say. So don't you think you? I mean, don't you feel like you want to pursue it? Um, I think as long as I'm real with my what I'm doing, um, whether the crowd is big or small, mm. whether there are people who will support me or not. Um, I'd still do my thing and um, I feel like we are all unique Mm. and um, thank you for all the compliments that you've said about my song and um, it's just me being me right I'm not really trying to um, impress people good and I'm just trying to get my message across too right because a lot of people I guess they don't have voices about like what they're going through and true yeah. Well, I think everybody does, but sometimes that voice gets lost. And it sounds like with journaling, for one thing, you've really worked on, on, on being able to hear that voice mm-hmm. and let it come out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, is karaoke a big thing in the Philippines or what? It is. <laughs> Why? I have Philippine na- Filipino neighbors. I see them some nights, just like two in the morning. Yeah. Just Even having a blast. <laughs> two in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Around yeah. the clock. Um, What's up with that? I grew up with a family that has a karaoke at like we we used to have karaoke at home. Okay. And um my my aunt was one of my biggest like influences in music okay. because she she sings so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um I don't know when there are birthdays, when there are um gatherings. Mm-hmm the the karaoke shouldn't be like <laughs> <laughs> turned off turned it's, off it's yeah. just all yeah wonder why that is because that's uh, there's no other race or culture that i know that embraces karaoke like i mean white people or japanese maybe mm-hmm. it's similar like white people do it kind of when we're drunk <laughs> you know but would you, do you have a sense of why that is like, um i'm not really sure but what i'm sure of is that um karaoke has had um i guess it it made um it made a lot of people like together. Uh, okay. In that, it makes people um, get that sense of um, belongingness, I guess. For or, sure. Like, um, it gets the bond like um, closer. Okay, yeah. I, I can see that because you're kind of. I mean, some people can't sing. Mm-hmm. Some people can't hear but very like, well. But like in the Philippines, and even yet, though you can't sing, you can still use the karaoke <laughs> right. and get that mic, right? Right. It's not. It's less about the singing and more about. Having fun, and having fun, and being there. Yeah, yeah, and bonding. You're right. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Mm. Yeah. But um, most people sing like when when you talk about karaoke, uh, mm-hmm. the the first few things that you think about are like the high notes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I don't sing high notes like that much too. Sure you do. Is that high enough for you? Can you go higher? <laughs> um. I'm trying. I'm trying to sing some of Ariana Grande's song. Oh yeah, yeah. well that's different. That's yeah. It, yeah, that's like mm-hmm. way up there. Yeah, yeah. That but um, I used to sing. Oh, I still sing more on like acoustic stuff. Yeah, yeah. I listened to some of that stuff on your YouTube. The uh, you did a Ruth B cover. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. Actually, she's from Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she went to Rose Rose Shepherd. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. My my friend used to go there. Okay. And he met her already. Oh wow! Like, oh, Ruth B's from here. <laughs> Have you interviewed her? Or? No, I've not. I met her once. I worked on a photo shoot that they, we were doing for her, but yeah, no, I've never. I would love to have her on, mm-hmm. but she's she might be a bit too big. <laughs> she, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she'd say yes, but um, and you also did a cover of was it Kareen Bailey Ray? Uh, uh, Put your records. Yeah, yes, yeah, nice. So. Who are some of your other influences, like vocally or? Um, influences. Well, most of them are like Filipino singers. Okay. Um, one's named Kichina Dal. Okay. And uh, I have this independent. Oh no, she's not really. But she's a indie an indie musicians from the Philippines. Okay. Um, her name's Rice Lucido. 
Okay. And she sings a lot of like folk, oh, folk okay. kind of like stuff. But growing up, I used to hear, or like I used to, I grew up with a lot of um, Dixie Chicks. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Dixie Country. Chicks. Um, Cheryl Crow. Okay. And Taylor Swift and um, interesting. Cranberries. Okay. Yeah. James Taylor. Yeah. yeah. James Taylor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. And that was what, that was what your parents were listening to. Yeah, my dad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's funny. Like the music that our we grow up hearing through our parents becomes so important. Like mm-hmm. the stuff that I grew the, the earliest stuff that I can remember is still stuff that I listen to to this day. And I think I do a little bit of songwriting. No one ever hears it. Why not? Well, why not is a good question. Uh, well, I shouldn't say nobody. I do do it a little bit, you know, mm. parties or oh, g- get-togethers. Sick. You play guitar too? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play guitar, a little bit of drums. I have one of those those boxes, the cajon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, love that thing. Oh, maybe you should come over to my house oh. and like when we're jamming and stuff too. <laughs> I'd be down. I mean, I'd be down. But I, I guess what I was thinking was like that music that I heard when I was four, five, six years old is still in me to this day mm-hmm. you know and it comes out it comes out in my songwriting i guess that's the thing about music um it takes you to places it's like mm. a time machine for sure it yeah, is yeah yeah like you'd always feel um nostalgic whenever you hear songs it takes you to your younger years or to the <laughs> school where you grew up in. Yeah. for sure for sure yeah, that always happens to me when i hear a song a certain song and i'm like oh my gosh i remember this it's like when you we, when you sm- smell something. Yeah. Yeah, it takes you to places. For sure, it does. I think music for me even more than smell. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, think, <laughs> I hear, I hear like I don't know, I don't know if you listen to John Mayer ever, but I love John Mayer. The Continuum album was was came out the year that I was in grade twelve, and mm-hmm. it was like that. Um, that music takes me right what's back. What's your favorite song? Off Continuum, yeah. or oh, um, or just John Mayer generally? John Mayer, yeah. Man, good question. I think that Continuum album was like. Mm. the top for me like mm. slow dancing in a burning room yeah. probably or i mean gravity is a classic right mm-hmm. yeah how about you um the friend of mine actually just a <clears throat> just a bit of like back back story about sure. like the song the relapse song okay the friend of mine that did the the solo i'm not sure if you can um kind of hear john mayer uh sure. tone and stuff like the, there, did he play it on a strat like on a fender i think so yeah yeah i could see that you know what I was going to say too about that song was it's it's long-ish. It's almost five minutes long. Re- yeah, relapse. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> you didn't you didn't feel like you had to. Um, a lot of my like a lot of people would always like tell me that um I need to change stuff like I don't know, but like sometimes for me I do things um my way. Good. <laughs> <laughs> especially in your art, especially now. Yeah. Why why why? compromise now yeah i guess some people will always try to um put you in a box or cage you or like give you standards that they think would fit you Mm -hmm. but um i don't know the magic won't happen if you follow those like rules that they're imposing on you yeah 100 percent. who because we were talking about how no one can really truly understand you Mm -hmm. (laughs) How could somebody tell you what to be or how to, you know, like it's ridiculous, really. Yeah. I mean, there's such a thing as advice, but also, you know, I like what you're saying. People will try and put you in a box so that they can understand you for one thing and so they can control you. Yeah, and um, someone told me about how um, my song cannot be, um, I guess, um, it, it can't, cannot like get as famous as I want it to become if I don't like pursue what they want me to mm. do but who's telling you that <laughs> I have I have like a lot of like because before I, I released the song I would ask people first right mm. I would ask them if um, like what they think about their this song or like mm-hmm. I would inquire first or maybe canvas about how they think about it um, I would ask musicians I would ask like normal people who loves music mm-hmm. people who doesn't really do music or like people people who doesn't really care at all interesting and, like <clears throat> I don't know um, people from the music industry those people who are like um, doing a lot already mm-hmm. um, I tend to get comments from them about like how I should be um, as a musician and um, 
I don't know. I feel like my the magic about like what <laughs> I'm doing is like um, disappearing whenever I try to fit into that. Hmm. Kind the of, magic. Yeah. The magic. What's <laughs> what's the magic? This what makes you you? Yeah. 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 I guess it's also like because we're all unique. And that's just me trying to contribute, like, right, my own um, contribution. Well, yeah, you're you're trying to give <laughs> yourself what is uniquely you to the world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as someone is telling you, oh, it's you know, try it in this key or try it making it two minutes shorter, yeah, then it's not you anymore. Yeah. But I guess it, it is a balancing act, right? Yeah. Like, it, it could be good advice. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, what if the song was twelve minutes long? Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> we don't need a four-minute guitar break. Yeah. But. But no, if it good, was good like for, yeah, <laughs> good for you though for for persisting I mean, in that. I learn a lot from those people too. Like it's just not about like I try to think that they're not trying to um, mm. trying to ruin my um, my artistry or like my creative creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything is a learning um, learning. How do you call this? Like you learn from everything. Sure. Whether learning. if it's good or bad, you learn right. something. Right, 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 right. And you can choose to act on that or not, right? Yeah. Like they can tell you everything they want. It's like, well, it's almost good that you can hear that. It's like, that's what you think. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm not going to do it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> at least I learned what that might look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like since I'm starting, mm-hmm. I was like, I struggled a lot with like those, those like right. kind of um, comments because um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm just like still new to this mm-hmm. and um Sure. Yeah, I'm trying to get my <laughs> way. Get yeah, find your way. So, have there been times where you have listened to the criticism and changed what you were doing, or? Um. Yeah, some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess um, for like professionalism wise, mm-hmm. like professional wise, mm-hmm. that's where I change things. Okay. Professionalism, yeah. like. Um, I don't know how to say this. Uh. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. I led you down a road, and then I, <laughs> we we came to the end. That's okay. Um, yeah. So talk to me a little bit about maybe the the arrangement and stuff on relapse. Like um, the drums sound great. Those are live drums, right? No. Those are um, drum drum programming. They sound good though. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> my friend. My friend did it. I'm crushed. How about the bass? Well, that was. The bass was done by my friend who is from Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Some nice playing. And then guitar was your other friend? Um, so there's only three of us who worked on this song. Oh, wow. Okay. So the the person who did the, the lead guitar, mm-hmm. bass, and the keyboard was just one person. Right. And he's from Vancouver. Okay. And um, my friend... Um, my friend who mixed, mastered, and like produced the song mm-hmm. is from here in Edmonton. Okay. And he did the drum programming too. Okay, right on. Yeah. And then, okay, so just you and then two other guys is what you're telling me. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's all it takes nowadays, right? <laughs> yeah. So were you all together at one point or was one guy in Vancouver the whole time? Uh, yeah, that's what happened. One guy at Vancouver. One wow. Guy, yeah, the whole time. And then um, my friend would bring his microphone and um, mm-hmm. like, interface audio interface Mm -hmm. and we recorded in my bedroom wow yeah sounded pretty good i gotta tell you i I don't mean to keep gushing about it but like really i was like when i heard i was like i was there's a real richness like Mm -hmm. this because i'm a visual person like the 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 cover art that you use like you kind of in that pink light that was all diy yeah my my best friend took that photo in my bedroom really (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i love it yeah i mean like when you are an artist and you're just starting it's hard to like um it's hard to it's hard to get um people who are like professional professional people like professional um videographer and like Mm. photographer to like uh help you out but um, I'm really thankful to my best friend that um, she is gifted when it comes to photography. Okay. So she did all the photography. Nice. Like, yeah, the photos, the lights. The lights, we just bought like lights in... <laughs> On Amazon? Home Depot. <laughs> oh, Home Depot. You stole them, didn't you? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we bought lights from Home Depot and then, you know, the, the clear, clear uh, like the plastic wraps that are mm-hmm. colored? Oh, yeah, gels. We use, yeah, yeah, we use the gels. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need. I was yeah. gonna say though, the the look, 
like it's just you kind of being hit by that hard like pink light mm -hmm. to me that song sounds like that does that make mm -hmm. sense like it's mm -hmm. just there's something a real richness mm -hmm. just uh I just think you nailed it, like brand-wise. You know, like Thank it all—it all looked unified. It's professional too. Right? Absolutely, did. Yeah. I mean, I'm a professional. Here I go. I'm a professional videographer, mm -hmm. as you said, uh, and it is tough to get us to help out for free because yes, <laughs> we like getting money. Yes, I understand money. that, but um, I'm just starting, and I don't really have funds at the moment. For sure, I would but, never. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed the process, though. Okay. And I have, like, videographer friends who are always down, too, right? Like, nice. I have a music video that is coming up maybe oh, nice. September okay. about Relapse. Um, okay. Like, the official music video of the Relapse. We nice. will, like, get it out as soon as possible in September. Okay. Um, and it's from a friend of mine who does, um, who does videography. Yeah. What's his name? Um, oh. His name's Ryle. Okay. So, um, Rowell Studios. Okay. Yeah. I'll check them out. Yeah. Because I did see a little bit. You did shoot a little bit of video, right? Oh, that was just... <laughs> like, just for the Spotify? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Isn't it just you standing there? Mm, it's... Colored it's, lights? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was just in my bedroom. Oh. Well. <laughs> That's, like, seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool. What was it like to... I mean... That must have been... Because when did the single come out? Recently, right? Uh, 21st. 21st. a week... No, like... Four or five. Four or five. Last week sometime? Yeah. Last five days ago. Friday? Time, yeah. What day is it? Help. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, August 24. Yeah, 24 today. today? Yeah. Okay. And they release it on the 21st. Okay, so what's kind of been, like, are people reaching out? People giving you, f like, what's that been like? That's a crazy <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, actually, I'm still a little, like, not a little. I'm still overwhelmed. Okay. With a lot of people supporting me. Mm -hmm. Especially a lot of my friends sharing my my right. song on like their stories and uh, on their facebook posts or youtube um mm -hmm. channels <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm a bit um i don't know i'm so happy yeah um but a lot of people have been messaging me and i haven't got the time to reply to everyone still <laughs> your phone's blowing up yeah is it mostly good things it must uh, be yeah that's how it couldn't be yeah a lot of people asking for collaborations yeah oh that's even better almost mm -hmm. right that's that's the beauty of of independent art is like you might not make any money you're going to spend money doing it but then you meet so many people mm -hmm. connections connections is yeah. right yeah that's what this podcast has done for me mm -hmm. in case you cared <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd love that's, to hear about your story too you, you know you know what i'm i'm so happy to be here because i i don't know i i always dream of becoming like I, i've always dream of having my own podcast too. Oh, okay because um when like during my downtime when i'm not doing anything or like when i intentionally um rest or like um sure. not do anything i would record myself and like talk about oh yeah because <laughs> it's kind of that's like a audio journal almost mm -hmm. right yeah like with writing um i guess um sometimes it's tiring to write all mm -hmm. the time so i just record oh yeah, yeah it's got to come out some way yeah. you should do a pod i mean it doesn't take much you you yeah. could actually just do it all on your phone like you said mm -hmm. put I your have a lot <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, i like i have um i have potential contents already that i've been like good about. you should start it mm -hmm. about like more on mental health like, oh, okay yeah. mental health journaling okay stuff. yeah yeah well me i mean journaling i would honestly say that the one thing that has saved my life has been journaling. Like, there's a lot of things Same. you can do, right? Yes. Can I get a high five? Let's get a high five, yes. Well, uh, because it, to, to journal, I'm coming up on like three years straight of journaling, like every day. Mm -hmm. to you that, always write every day? Every day. Oh, that's nice. To go back and then read your life like a story, to like, you see everywhere you went wrong and everywhere you went right. Yeah. You know? That's like, um, uh, I don't know, it helps you not make the same mistakes that you did before Absolutely. at the same time um i don't know whenever i go back to my journal it's like i think i've had like i started journaling when i was 15 but oh, wow. i don't write like every day okay and some of my journals i left it in the philippines but oh. um my journals right now i think there's five six or like eight of them in my yeah, yeah. room and um i guess um what am I talking about? <laughs> ah, good question. Um, no, no, we're how, talking how, about how is how is journaling how has journaling improved your mental health? Like it's because you can see yourself, past, present, and future. You think, or 
It's like a meet like whenever I whenever I try to read some of the the old journals that I have, it's like um meeting an old friend. Wow. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're kind of a stupider friend than you are now, right? Yeah, yeah. So. But I'm laughing. Like sometimes I'm <laughs> laughing by myself. Too. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, too. I did that. Oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's it's. Do you tell your friends to like? I tell my friends to journal, and they look at me like ah. Yeah, yeah. But then when they tell me, well, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, because you don't know what you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, oh, my gosh. I love this conversation <laughs> so much. Yeah. So tell me then, what is your approach to, when you sit down to journal, what do you, mm. what is your objective? Like, what are you really looking to do? I, f- I feel too much. That's mm. why I write too much, too. Okay. And um, to be honest, um, when my mom and dad separated, mm-hmm. um, I tried to look for people who will understand me and um Hmm. because i i felt like at that time i was always misunderstood right okay and um how do i say this (laughs) (laughs) um i i started um i started dating guys Mm. who were going through the same situation as me because i felt it felt like they were the only people who would understand me and it's right but then the relationship <laughs> got like toxic. Okay. Because um, I was understood, but I was always being cheated on. Oh, that's okay. tough. Yeah. It is tough. Yeah, and it's a tough um, topic for me to to say too. But sure. Well, I appreciate you even saying that. So, what you're saying is that you and I, I've done it too in my younger years. Is like, or even today, maybe you're looking for answers outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Whereas journaling forces you to find the answers within yourself. Yeah, that's why the song is Relapse. Because I found myself in patterns ah. of relationships. Um, like going back and forth to toxic relationships. Okay. And um, I got that title uh, clearly because of journaling. Right? Because um, you could see the patterns? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and... Um, I guess the reason why it's called relapse is because um, I didn't know that I was um, addicted to this kind of um, mm. uh, push and pull kind of relationship. Interesting. Yeah. Like you liked kind of the, the fight and the, the, the breakup and the fallout and then going back to each other? Yeah, I guess that's that's because that's what I got used to. Um, In your home life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like... <clears throat> <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'm lost. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm, maybe I'm not helping you. Um, no, it's okay. Um, what? I, okay. <laughs> got anything? Uh, I think it's cool that. Well, that's the beauty of it. Is that you got a freaking great song because you journaled. Yeah. Right. And um, <laughs> that's okay. How about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait. How do I say this? Um. Relationships. Hmm. Uh, and we were talking about journaling, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, you said you found you were addicted to the sort of toxic or the push and pull you called it. Yeah, because I didn't know. At that, I was I was young and I was naive. Um, mm-hmm. I, it felt like I just like wanted to be understood all the time because that's what I lacked when I was younger. Okay. And so being being understood is the only thing. Like, it's the most important thing. To you? To me. At Being that understood time. at that time. Yeah. Less so and now? Do you still feel that way? Um, I got aware of my patterns already. So, okay. like, so relapse. I guess the, <laughs> the, the title and the, the cover art itself mm-hmm. is about awareness of the patterns that I've okay. gone through. Interesting. And the reason why it's purple to like violet is because mm-hmm. like violet stands for awareness and uh, oh really yeah addiction okay. awareness some kind of thing and okay. I guess a lot of young women a lot of young people in this generation are facing that and they don't know that they are facing that but they go back and forth through like toxic relationships mm-hmm. and they don't know what they are doing and they would ask themselves why do I keep on coming back to this person it, and it's not just it's not just about like relationships it's also about like um a friend of mine told me about domestic abuse sure about how these people would always come back to their abusers because that's what felt familiar to them mm. 
I believe that. So do you think that uh, young women women get into these relationships, these abusive relationships, and it, it becomes like an addiction? Yeah. Like, um, it's what's familiar to them. Hmm. And, it's, and I guess it's better to go with what you know, yeah. what you for sure know is coming. Even if it's going to be bad, at least I know mm-hmm. what I'm going to get versus... Imagine if I was alone and had to look after myself and had to go meet another guy. That might be tough. Mm-hmm. But at least I go back to Buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even yeah. though I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> so so you broke that cycle in yourself then eventually? or Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, through good. Through journaling, good. Uh-huh. through a lot of like people, mm-hmm. um, like in my family and friends supporting me and okay. like reminding me, grounding me that mm. this is what I'm doing what am I like why am I doing the things that I did before mm-hmm. yeah so good for you <laughs> thank you because when I was well just by comparison it took me a long it took me a lot longer than you probably I was like in my late 20s when I started to realize the patterns and the cycles mm-hmm. so to realize that now I think you have you can only I mean it's the sky's the limit for you mm-hmm. I, I really think that if, thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah my 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 like a lot a lot of my friends or like family would always i guess would always think that i was the weakest child because i was youngest no i was always like the vulnerable one the, mm. the one who cry but you know um i guess at a young age i tried to like face these kinds of um, mm. things already and um I guess we all have like different uh, time frames, timelines, and it just so happens that it happened to me young. Like, um, I'm happy because a lot of people are, um, like, a lot. I know a lot of older people like than me mm-hmm. who hasn't realized whatever is happening in their life, whatever like mm-hmm. self-sabotaging uh. habits they have that are ruining like what's bound to happen for mm-hmm. them. And it makes me happy that um, I've already learned mine. When but I know that there's still a lot of things that I can learn, can still learn about. For sure. But it's it's also tough that you see your friends doing these things and you, you truly cannot tell them what to do. You know, like you can suggest, hey, maybe keep a journal. Hey, maybe stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Have you had those conversations yeah. with your friends and they go, well, you know, fuck I you? I feel like um, they always get like weirded out whenever <laughs> I tell <laughs> them, sure. that, hey, I journal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. But they don't do it and then they continue to to fail yeah so um the first line of the song is isusulat ko na lang which means i will only write it down i will so, only write it down yeah yeah that's interesting i will so are there things that you write in your journal that you'd never say to anybody that you'd never a lot oh for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> i write yeah. some weird stuff in my journal <laughs> you do <laughs> <laughs> well not like weird weird but like stuff that you could never really say mm-hmm. out of context it makes no sense but i love how i can be like myself whenever i journal yeah that i can't be um I can't, like, I'm not forced to be someone, like, right. or I'm not um, pulled pulled to a direction or, like, pushed to do something. I'm just me, yeah. and I, I can rest in that, yeah. You're forced to be yourself. Uh, like, the- you're forced to be someone that people, like, expect you to be. For sure. Yeah, Where especially with, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go. With the music, um, mm-hmm. I guess the people would always... People would always um, expect you to be someone, or uh, how do I say this? With my music, um, they would label you as a musician, and that's who you are to them. And um, mm-hmm. I guess for me, I don't want to attach myself to just being a musician because I am more than that. Not saying that I don't um, acknowledge the well, like what music has brought to For my sure. life already but mm. um i guess i <laughs> I'm not i liked where that was going i really did yeah um i mean you're resisting the label like you're resisting being put in a box right yeah yeah, yeah. i just want to be myself yes who else could you possibly be you uh, know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean himalaya this was a great conversation i really enjoyed getting to know you and talk to you and and thank you for i guess sharing uh, your time and your your wisdom. Thank you for inviting me here. <laughs> it was nice to meet you too. Yeah. It was a pretty crazy thing to do, huh? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not ready for this, but uh, 
I, I tried my best. No, you were ready. <laughs> yeah. You you delivered big time. Don't you worry about that. So, um, the single is called Relapse. People can get it where? Like everywhere? Um, yeah, they can get it everywhere. Um, it's up on Spotify, YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. TikTok, Facebook, iTunes, wherever. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Blast it. Listen to this song, people. I don't recommend stuff too much on the show. I'm recommending this song. So for whatever, <laughs> for my 20 listeners, <laughs> I hope, I hope. I hope you, I mean, I know you'll go far. So this is, uh, I hope we talk again. How about that? Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the North Bank Media Podcast. If you enjoy this conversation, please subscribe on YouTube and give us a like. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe as well and leave a five-star review. Gonna love